What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We're the owner of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in the lash industry and to show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house with no money has now turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to share a raw version of what it's really like. We titled the first episode, The Struggle is Real. The Struggle is Real. All right, so give you guys a little background on Sassy Lashes so that we can get kind of acclimated with what we had to go through in order to get where we are today. So my wife started out, this was back in... 2011. 2011. Uh, she came to me and she said, I think I want to become a lash artist. And my first thought was, is that a real thing? <laughs> and then my second thought, of course, was I'm going to need to get a, another job <laughs> to feed both of us. I didn't know. I was Obviously, I was wrong. Fast forward to today where we are, I had no idea that lashing would be such a, a, a big thing. But tell me a little about what it was like when you first started out. So when I first started, I took a one-day course. It was actually at a house here in Vegas. Um, it so you got trained out in a house? Yeah, in a house. Were you sketched out? Um, a little bit, yeah. Okay. So, but whatever. I just, I went with it. Um, it was literally like six hours. Uh, we brought our own models. Um, there wasn't really any theory to it. It was all just application. And when I left there, I was like, wow, I spent like literally all of my money, like 900 bucks on something. And I feel like I, I haven't learned anything. I couldn't even hold tweezers. So from, from that point, for basically that point, moving forward to a year, I did lashes for free. Did lashes for free for you? I did year. lashes for free. I had no mentor. There, lashes, it wasn't as big as it what is now. What about YouTube? Was there YouTube videos? A few, but I'm nothing that you know prepares you for you know what can really happen. Getting people stuck. I mean, doing fills like so Guys, much. I, I can tell you firsthand, <laughs> we cut a lot of lashes, yeah. which is a big no-no in the lash industry. Yeah, obviously. She would get people so stuck. <laughs> she had no idea how to do removal, and all we hear is Mike. <laughs> Get the, get the scissors. scissors. And then the poor girl, whoever's on the table, or actually we didn't have a massage table then. Yeah. This is how ghetto it was. We, <laughs> people used to lay on the end of our bed and get their lashes done. We were broke. We couldn't afford a massage table. So she would go, Mike, get the scissors. And like the girl on the table would be sitting there, eyes fluttering, like freaked out. Is it bad? Is this bad? <laughs> they were like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. You know, trying to like give her Xanax and uh, yeah. get them to calm She'd down. She'd say, are you cutting my lashes? And I'm like, no, girl, totally not. I'm just unsticking you. In reality, I was, which you never want to do. But I was never trained to do anything like that. Nothing proper, like, you know, detaching someone's lashes. So I did a lot of that for pretty much a year. If you guys have ever seen what cut lashes look like, <laughs> Growing up as a kid, my mom, I think every mom thinks they're a barber growing up. So my mom would literally put a bowl over my head and just go in a straight line <laughs> and do that like weird cut where they go over yeah. and leave that weird like funky straight line with a haircut. Kind of like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's what that's what cut lashes look like. Yeah. So fast forward. So so for the first year? Yeah, first year free lashes. Free lashes. Um, yeah. So the friends and family were loving it, right? For sure. Yeah. What happened when uh, you decided you were gonna start charging people? I started you know, charging people like 20 bucks just for supplies. I really didn't make any money. I mean, I would get like a few few $5 tips or whatever. Um, you know, I slowly 
raised my prices from can there. I, can I just tell you guys what a $5 tip did for us back then? <laughs> yeah. Like how broke we were? <laughs> we were super broke. $5 was like we could go to 99 only and get one of those big boxes of the uh, microwave mac and cheese. Like yeah. that was that was balling for us. Yeah. We were on a huge budget. I mean, we were going on, oh my gosh, eBay and everything for cheap lash trays. I mean, our products were poor quality. We had no money. I mean, it was it was hard. We were also mortgage bankers during that time. So we were slinging loans. I mean, I would do lashes from like nine in the morning till I don't know, eight o'clock at night. And then we would literally do loans and call West Coast people to try and get, you know, refinances until like midnight. It was brutal. I mean, yeah. we were working around the clock for sure. Okay. Just, just so you know, too, uh, this is, this is like, I hate to keep touching on, but this is how broke we were once upon a time when she first started lashing. We actually sold the landlord's refrigerator <laughs> to come up with the additional $200 that we needed. Yeah. To make rent. Yeah. Like it, it was shameful. Sorry, Pranny. If you're, Pranny, if you're, if you're watching, listening. listening. We're really sorry. Yeah, we replaced it. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, so we were super broke. So uh, back then, we didn't have any money for advertisements. So my wife would actually offer people referral credits or go on Instagram and try and follow girls and get their attention so we could just you know get a client or two to come in and pay money to, to get their lashes done. Yeah, every night I would, I would make it something that I would do is I would follow 50 girls off Instagram. How did you pick those girls? I would just look for like, you know, hot chicks, like pretty chicks who I thought were like gorgeous. And I was like, for sure they get lashes. And then if they didn't follow me back, I'd be a psycho and I would just like all their photos. So it would direct <laughs> to my Instagram and I would just pray that they would see my photos and then DM me and be like, Hey girl, your work's awesome. Like, and what's crazy is that's what you do when you don't have any money. I mean, you get a little bit desperate. So with marketing, it was actually genius because after a while, I mean, I was so busy with, with these girls that I just used to follow and like all their photos like a stalker. Yeah. And guys, <laughs> just, you know, like, <clears throat> sorry, just so you know, when we first started out, when we were doing lashes, it took a long time to get a client base going. There's a misconception now, and I hear a lot of girls, they think when they, you know, first come out of beauty school, they get their esthetician or cosmetology license, and they get certified to take a lash course, whether it's ours, you know, Borboletta, Lashbox, whatever, whoever's, whoever's training them or out of a house, you know, like Shauna did. Uh, they, they think they're gonna come out and they're just gonna have a business card, they're gonna decorate their room cute and the clients are just gonna show up. And let me tell you guys something, this is a stone cold dose of reality. People think that when you first start out in business, friends and family are gonna come, they're gonna support me and my business is gonna flourish and I'm gonna make a ton of money. And that couldn't be further from the truth. In reality, friends and family are the last people to support you in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like your immediate family, like how you know my <laughs> wife or my mom would support me. Like, you know, in the beginning, your friends are like, well, she charges too much, or her work's not that good, or, you know, there's a million and one excuses. I saw a meme one day, it says, when Michael Jordan comes out with a new pair of shoes, people throw their 200 bucks down to get those new retro Jordans. When Oprah Winfrey comes out with a new diet, everybody jumps on it. You know, Beyonce has a concert, people put down 500 bucks for stage seats. Kylie. Huh? Kylie Jenner, and Kylie her lip Jenner kit. lip kit. Yes, turned her into a billionaire. Friend or family member starts a business. Boom! Everybody turns a cold shoulder. We're so quick to jump on and put another zero in a celebrity's bank account, but we're just not prone to want to help one another out. It's I don't know if it's coming from a bitter or a jealous point of view, but it took a long time to get clients. And we would, you know, we'd get a client here or there, and then Sean would offer them, you know, referral credits if they would refer someone to come try getting lashes with us. And it was a very long process. At one point in time, we actually locked our house up 
went to Ohio. This is what, 2014? Mm-hmm. Went to Ohio and took a job at the bank we were kind of working for out of the main office just to try and get some money because we were super behind on all of our bills. Like it was, it was bad. So we would actually, Shauna would go on like Craigslist and advertise <laughs> for discounted lashes. She would offer free Starbucks and go mobile, which girls would yeah, eat that up, genius. right? Genius. I mean, everybody loves Starbucks. So I wasn't familiar with Ohio, but I mean, I would be traveling sometimes an hour for <laughs> a $50 set, you know? And in reality, that was like, money in the gas and maybe 50 money. bucks got <laughs> yeah. us a full tank of gas yeah. loaf of bread some yeah. lunch meat and stuff for the week yeah to get back and forth yeah and we did that for i mean we were slinging loans i was going mobile with lashes for about six months we were sleeping on an air mattress in mike's oh. uh, mom's basement i mean we it was, it was brutal you know we packed up our dogs and we we shared a car for the first five years, so we drove that Jeep from Vegas to Ohio with our dogs in it. We had an 07 Jeep Cherokee with yeah. 150,000 miles on it. Yeah, and we shared it for five years. But yeah, I mean, we were in Ohio for a while, and um, then we decided to move back when we saved a little bit of money. And I think from there, it kind of snowballed with the clients coming in, with following all those people, getting a really great uh, reputation. So. From there, I actually ended up hiring another girl um, to work out of my house, which is pretty ratchet, but it worked. I had an overflow of clients. I was working seven days a week, um, still doing mortgages. Mike was doing mortgages. He would also come in and fan me and give me some food and water because I never took breaks. I mean, it was a blessing though. I was super happy we were, you know, at least making a tiny bit of money. And then back in, what was it, 2015? Well, right before that. Well, it's a quick, funny story. <laughs> so as we started getting clients, because we were doing it out of the house, um, it was really weird because it would be a lot of, you know, we live in Las Vegas. So it would be a lot of industry girls showing up <laughs> with like brand new Range Rovers and Benzes outside of our house. And I'll never forget my neighbors like scratching their head, literally looking at us going, are they running a brothel over there? <laughs> like what's going on with all these pretty like Barbie doll yeah. looking like plastic surgery girls yeah. coming in and out of the house? 10 hours a day. 10 hours a day. So when she did hire this other girl who worked out of the downstairs of our house, the other room in our salon, uh, I almost I almost shot her one day. We didn't, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. We were sitting around, uh, you know, just kind of enjoying, reflecting on the week and the door opened and we didn't know she had an appointment that day. And I went like full Rambo. I was in my underwear. She calls him panties. She's like, he was in his panties. I don't wear panties for the record, okay? We were, I was in my underwear. I had like some eye black on. Took one of my ties, tied it around Rambo style. Got the shotgun and like went down the stairs. I thought someone was le- like legit breaking in. The dogs were barking. And this girl was like 90 pounds. You know, she was like the equivalent of my right leg. I pulled the gun on her and she like... Freaked out. Freaked out. She ended up quitting. Yeah. Couldn't figure out why she didn't want to stick around. Exactly. But yeah, so fast forward. So you were saying 2015. Yeah. We decided, you know, I was... As every lash artist uh, continues you know, it's over the years, over the years, you kind of get a little burnout. And that's where I was just because we, I, I literally worked seven days a week, so many hours. Plus we were still doing, you know, the mortgage thing just to make ends meet. I wanted to open up shop. I was like, this is the time where I can't really take on any more clients. I want to open up shop. I want, there's no way I'm going to get carpal tunnel. My back hurts. I want to hire people under me and eventually fade myself out and become an owner. So we ended up, um, opening up like a small little location. We did actually have uh, an opportunity to move upstairs from where our training is for um, you know a, a decent amount of rent, which we could afford it at that time. We got our U-Haul, we were ready to move in, and our landlord had stated that the, the people wanted to actually stay in that unit and that um, we weren't able to move in that day. 
we were so bummed. Um, we looked at a, a another place prior to that, but it was too expensive. And um, our awesome, awesome landlord, Devin, actually offered us the space that we looked at before for the discounted rate that we were originally gonna get. So we really lucked out with that for the first year. We had cheap rent that we could somewhat afford, and we ended we up opening. We couldn't afford it. Yeah. We actually rented out two of the rooms. We did. To help cover the rent. Yeah. We, this is how broke we were. We got a credit card, had a $500 limit. Each room we would set up with a recliner chair and decor and everything, make it look cute for the clients, would cost about 700 bucks. We'd max it out, you know, have a little bit of pocket change, make some money, pay off the credit card, take it out again, max it out, but set up another room. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning I said, okay, here's the deal. You can hire one lash artist, okay? So what did my wife do? She hired three lash <laughs> artists. This is a like hand of God, this is a true story. There were no clients. It was literally like, okay, you get Monday, you get a client, Tuesday, you get a client, Wednesday, you get one. Thursday, there's no client, so Friday, you're back, whoever's back in line again, gets the next one. We wrote paychecks for $36 as a salon owner. Like, that's embarrassing. The crazy part was these girls stuck around. So they were getting $36 paychecks. And we were like, oh my gosh, we spent all this time training them, teaching them how to do volume. You know, we spent all this time decorating the salon queue. This is a disaster. We were getting bad Yelp reviews even because the girls weren't that good. They were yeah. fresh out of beauty school and couldn't really isolate that well. And I thought, this is a hot disaster. We're going to go belly up. We're going to lose it. We're going to be on the hook for this lease. Somehow, some way, you know, the clients started coming in, started developing a little trust. We, when we first started out, you know, everybody thinks as salon owners, it's going to be glorious and there's going to be all these cool like perks to being a salon owner. Let me tell you the truth about what it's like. I listen to people today. We get messages all the time. People hit us up and they say, hey, you know, I'm a lash artist. I'm thinking about quitting. Um, I'm a salon owner. You know, this just isn't working out. I've spent all this money, you know, social media depicts people as being these, you know, as entrepreneurs, as being this jet setting, you know, suit wearing millionaire, millionaire, mm -hmm. when in all reality, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a salon owner, being a business owner, it's not, it's not like that. You know, there's times you want to quit. You're stressed out. You're broke. You don't you're have not any getting more. paid. Everyone getting else paid. is getting paid. Yeah. Your lash artists are like, Hey, I made 1500. Woo. And like showing their check and you're like, I hate you. You know, <laughs> you don't really hate them, but I'm just saying like, you don't have any money. So it's yeah. like, you know how it is. You don't want to be a hater, but when you're broke, you see other people doing well. You're like, you're a hater. Yeah, you're a hater. <laughs> you're like, I hate you secretly. Can you buy me lunch? <laughs> but you know, that's how, that's how it was, you know, in the beginning and everybody thinks like everybody would see the salon. They'd see like the clients coming in, like you guys are killing it. Well, you're not really killing it. You know what I mean? That's a farce is we, you know, and I'll touch on this in a minute as we continue to grow about the company, but here's the thing. So we would, we would get a couple clients and we would, we would invest a little money into some advertising and you know, in the beginning when you're broke, you don't want to spend any money. If you got a couple bucks to your name, you're not going to spend it on, on doing some marketing. So we actually, um, I'll never forget. We got a big paycheck that month from mortgages. It was like 12,000, right? Yeah. We closed a ton of loans, like really big loan amounts. We had a $12,000 commission. We were super stoked. We're like, this is going to solve all of our problems. <laughs> we're rich. And we got that, we got that commission check and we, uncle Sam took four grand of it. Mm -hmm. So we had eight grand left over. We had to pay our home rent. We had to pay the salon rent. We had to pay for advertising. We had to go buy supplies. You know, back then we were buying all those expensive trays and stuff and glue, spending all that money on tweezers and everything else for the girls. So we had all this money going out the door. When it was all said and done, by the time we paid utilities some some money to advertise like on Yelp and Google AdWords and stuff, um, we had zero dollars left. Actually, I take that back. We went to Outback. We went to Outback that night to we celebrate. Celebrated. 
We were like lobster tail. We were white trash balling. <laughs> yeah. They had a special. It was like a <laughs> steak and lobster tail for fourteen ninety nine. I think it was a two ounce fillet <laughs> and, a, and a three ounce lobster tail. That was the first time we went out to eat in like years. Yeah. You would have thought amazing. we won the World Series. Powerball. Like, yeah. We were out there celebrating, shaking champagne on each other. Woo! It was the money was gone. You know, and and just goes to show you like what it's like when you start out as a salon owner. It's going to be rough. People don't want to tell you that. Like everybody wants to say, hey, you're going to become a lash artist and everybody's going to come in and the world's a great place and it's bubblegum and rainbows and everybody gets participation trophies. And that couldn't be anywhere close to like what's what's really going to happen. You're going to be tested. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have a lot of patience too. Like just like as being a lash artist, like you have to be so patient. Being a business owner, you really have to be patient because you're going to go months and months, sometimes, you know, a year or two without getting like fat paid. And you're gonna have to see your lash artist doing better than you. And you're gonna have to constantly reinvest into your business. Otherwise, it's really not gonna work. Because if you're if you're that greedy business owner who just takes, 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 and you don't care, and you're not taking care of the people around you or the people that work for you, I feel like your business is gonna go belly up for sure. For so sure. you kinda you've gotta like take those lumps and you just have to ride through it. And you you what is that saying? You grow through what you go through. So That's you just right. you, you gotta be patient with it and then Overall, you know, it'll come back to you for sure. And here's the thing, just so you guys know, like I'm sure if you're listening, you don't know our backstory or ever heard anything about us. You don't know us from Adam. So I'll give you what's, what, what's to be expected, okay? 2015, that year we did $50,000 in gross sales. And we were like, woohoo. That's gross. That's not like in That's our not pocket. like in our pockets. That's gross sales. That's total revenue brought in on the salon. So we did 50,000 that, that year. And like, again, we thought we were rich. For sure. Uh, year two, we had a total of three girls, three lash artists, no receptionist, and we did a hundred and like one hundred and seventy thousand, one hundred and seventy-five thousand that year. And we were like, "Whoa, we we're, we're really like doing big things." Most people make that a year. They're like, "All right, get out of here, weirdos." <laughs> year three, uh, this was two thousand and seventeen. We did one point two million in gross sales. And we were like, "Wow, this is awesome." Uh, year four. 2018, we, we did over 4 million. Our payroll was close to 2 million last year alone. This year, we're on pace to do over 10 million. Okay. Why am I telling you guys this? Is it because I want to brag? Is it because I'm trying to like add validity, add credibility? Of course not. Why I'm telling you guys this is because we started out of the house, didn't even have the money for a massage table or an esthetician lamp, didn't have money for supplies, and definitely didn't have money for advertising. We were flat broke. And we were married. Like, can you imagine, you know, the kind of stress that most people go through being a married couple, not having money. A lot of people divorce, divorce over that kind of stuff. Yet it drew us closer together. We were able as a husband and wife to pull together and make this thing work. So I don't know who we're talking to out there right now. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if you've been lashing for a while and you're thinking about quitting. You, you don't know how to get clients. You're on the verge of wanting to give up. You could be a salon owner. You've spent a ton of money investing into trying to get clients, investing in advertising, and it's just not working out. You could be in the transition. There's a lot of people in these face, uh, Facebook groups that I see that are you know, a lash artist and they don't wanna work for someone any longer. So they're in that transition period where they wanna go out on their own and venture out and they really don't know how to do that. They don't have a lot of money saved up or they don't have any money at all. Um, and we see that all the time. So whether it's that or... Yeah. this. If this is you, and it might not be you, you could you could literally be you know already rolling with this thing. But if that's you, 
this is who this podcast is for because we're going to show you guys each episode we're going to break it down we're going to tell you guys how to advertise when you're flat broke we're going to tell you how to grow your company we're going to tell you all the little ins and outs of this thing and please 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 just listen to what we're telling you we're not telling you this just to take up airspace we're telling you guys this stuff because it genuinely works we've been fortunate enough to have uh, three locations, three, three salons. We have over 60 lash artists working for us. We have three locations across the Las Vegas Valley. We have a dedicated school where we do the, the trainings. We have a retail store and we have a product line. We have our own tweezers, glues, adhesives, everything we saw online. All this started out of the house. So that's why we feel confident enough that we can give you guys the playbook or the recipe to be a successful lash artist or a successful business owner. Absolutely, and even if you are a lash artist and you're not looking to own your own business, because not everybody wants to own their own business or have that huge yes. responsibility, Thank you we're for gonna go that. over a lot of things, um, just in general, about a lot of great information um, with being a lash artist, tips, tricks, just a lot of stuff that can target you as an individual or even working for a company. So it's not just so much the business side, we're gonna touch base on both as yep. a lash artist and business owner. Um, you know, being in this business since 2011, we've literally seen it all. So um, there's a, a, some really great podcasts out there with a lot of great information, but we wanted to start this because we kind of just wanted to be a little bit more raw with it, um, just really showing you like the ins and outs of it. Um, and, and the stuff that goes wrong, because nobody really, yeah. nobody nobody really pinpoints that. that. <laughs> yeah, and the fails, the failures. And we've gone through a lot of lot of hoops and we've made a lot of mistakes, financial we've lost a lot things. of money. We've lost a lot of money. So we're here to share that with you guys, to give you guys encouragement, to make you feel like you're not alone. Um, and I feel that's super important because I never had that when I was, when I was you know, becoming a lash artist. Amen, absolutely, sister. All right, so thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so now. And if you feel you've gotten value from this podcast, please make sure to leave us a review or better yet, tell a friend, somebody else out there who's struggling or just needs some encouragement or somebody out there who's killing the game and could use some good pointers. Either way, someone that could benefit it. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.